Hey, hey, I have a powerful episode for you. Um, I am talking and diving into the Enneagram and neuroscience and why I partner those together, why I spend so much time studying and and focusing on those two things in particular when it comes to coaching. Before I dive in the episode, remember today, the 9th through 11th of January, in my Facebook group, I'm going to do a three days. It's going to be short. It's going to be um, just setting intentions for 2023 the right way. Resolutions are no good. I mean, we're a weekend and most people probably have already given up on their resolutions anyway. But if you want to set intentions for 2023, the brain-based way, the way that's actually going to help you achieve what you want Join us in the Facebook group and let's talk. With that, let's dive in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. I am so excited to talk today. Um, I, over the holidays, like in between Christmas and thanks, no, Christmas and New Year's, that's the right order of the holidays. Um, our family got the crud and oh man, like it knocked me down. Um, it knocked me out where I just I couldn't catch my breath. I was tired, lethargic, you know, all the things and still taking care of kids at the same time. But now once like I feel so good right now, I've been taking my vitamins. I've been going outside and walking, even when I felt sick, um, getting out in the sunshine for a little while definitely helped. Um, but now I am diving in. We're already into, we're done with the first week of January. I don't know if that scares any of you a little bit. That means that we only have 51 more weeks of the new year. 51 weeks to decide that what happened last year, who we are last year, is not who we're going to be at the end of this year. Like this, we're going to take a stand now. And I wanted to talk about one of the things, reasons why I use the, well, it's the reason why I use the Enneagram and neuroscience. So stick with me here a little bit. Um, I just want to talk about the power of that combination and why I spend a lot of time studying the brain and studying core fears and core motivations. Because as we know, like in the Bible, fear is all over. And God says, do not fear, which is interesting because what do we do the most? But we always have those fears, those fears that we're constantly 
having to um, overcome. So we have these fears that are um, that keep us to where we are, keep us stuck. And this is because our brain is either running away from pain or running to pleasure. And our brains, as as evolved as we are, and as mature and as um, you know modern as we are, our brains still have those natural instincts of fight or flight. Our brains still want to make sure that we are comfortable and that we are not going to die and that we are not going to be in fear for long. So it will do whatever it takes to keep us right where we are, where we understand, even though it may not be where we want to be. So when I started my journey and uh, with the Enneagram, um, which is interesting because the neuroscience journey came before, um, even when I was studying to be a therapist, the, the idea, the brain fascinated me so much. I mean, you cannot read the Bible and not be fascinated by the way God created our brains. Like he lays it all out. And just so you're, so you know, cause this to me, it's just, it's so amazing. Neuroscience is finally catching up to the Bible. Like the way that God's made our, our brains is so evident in scripture. The fact we have to renew it constantly and we have to choose to not be afraid, that we have to get uncomfortable in order to grow. These things are all over scripture. So with that, the, the idea of this, the brain and the fact that a single thought, a single thought can change the chemical makeup of our brain. Like when I went through school to be a marriage family therapist, that blew my mind. When I looked at brain scans and saw the physical evidence of what a thought can do, I knew then that my world was changing. I knew then that my makeup in my brain, just because the fact that a thought has so much power. And then I started on this journey, this the Enneagram, because so many times, I mean, I have this fight within me of, I, I have these dreams and desires, but why can't I do what I want to do? Why do I react in such a strong way with some things? And why do I run from others? Why, when I get stressed, do I have these natural tendencies? And when I was introduced to the Enneagram, and if you know, if you've listened to any of the podcasts, like it took me a little while to, because I didn't want to, to get on the bandwagon. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be an Enneagram one, but the more I gave myself permission to review it, to dive into the Enneagram and see what it was all about, the more I recognized that this was a missing key, that this is something that everyone should know about because it's always like, I don't know what to do. I don't know why I act this way. I don't, I don't, I don't. And the Enneagram speaks directly to the I don't know. The Enneagram helps you see what's stopping you, what's keeping you in these cycles, the natural tendencies. It shows you what's getting in the way of a fulfilled life. It shows you. But, and, 
we don't get to stop there. This is where a majority of the mindset coaches stay. And let me tell you, the power of changing perspective, the power, I mean, I, let's, let me give this the, the credit it deserves because there's so many times that when you step in, step back and you see things from a different perspective, your whole world can change. Your whole world can change. And when we do that, if we do not add neuroscience in there, it's going to change right back. That mindset shift, that temporary one, is not enough to get us lasting results. Telling ourselves to just think a different way is not actually going to help us have that fulfilling, that free, full, and fulfilling life that we desire. So this is why when you pair the Enneagram, which gives you the, the highlights, that gives you the information, gives you a place to start, gives you like, why do I do what I do? And then you pair it with the neuroscience. It's so much more than just going to a mindset coach. It's so much more than just seeing something and changing your perspective. And let me, let me tell you a little bit about why. So I'm just, I'm just looking over my notes to make sure I don't skip anything. Um, and, and, you know, this is a great tool. This is where we start. This is where the, the Enneagram and understanding your tendencies is so valuable because recognizing your thoughts, recognizing your patterns, recognizing the habits, understanding what you want, getting curious about why you don't have it. This is such an important step. It's going to start to make those shifts, those subtle shifts for you. What it does is it brings your subconscious thoughts to the conscious. So 90%, and actually they think, I think I the newest statistic I saw is like 95% of our daily thoughts and decisions are running on subconscious. Our brain wants to get things into the subconscious as fast as possible because then it can just be like, I'm done. Put that baby on automate and we're good to go. And like I mentioned in a few um, podcasts ago, that what is a belief? A belief is a thought paired, combined with an emotion over time. So it's the same thought, same emotion that winds together and that we replay over and over and over until the brain recognizes it enough and says, oh, we believe this. Let's just throw this in automation, kick that back, that sucker back to the subconscious and let's move on. Now we can use less glucose. Now we can just relax. And we didn't even validate if that belief, that thought was true or not. We did not validate that. Our brains just, we had the thought we combined it with an emotion and we it went through our brain several times. And so it's like, got you. Now this is where even like we go deeper because, because of our negativity bias, our limbic system is going to take, we're gonna believe negative things nine times more than positive things. Do you see why we struggle here? Do you see why you do what you don't wanna do and you don't, the things that you don't want to do, you do. And the things you want to do, you can't do. It's 
it's all because our brains are trying to keep us safe. It's not your faults. But now that you're aware, it is your responsibility. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where if you want to get the lasting change, you have to get through this part. You have to understand, okay, I recognize that this belief that I hold is no longer serving me. It did at one point. So we're going to bless and release it. But how can you do that if you don't bring in that neuroscience? If you just, you can't, um, once you recognize it, your brain wants to kick it back to the subconscious as fast as possible, as fast as possible. So you may feel good in the moment. You're like, okay, this new feeling, this new, you know, that willpower. But if you don't actively start to rewire your brain, it's that belief that even if you shifted the way you think about it, because it is not actually breaking the belief, because positive things only re replay once in the brain, because the negative negativity bias is working against us. This is why so many times, and I, the mindset coaches, um, most of them, I, I, I have several friends who do this and I, I love them dearly. And I know that they're getting some benefits for their clients, but they're not getting the lasting transformation that, that they're looking for. It's because simply changing the way you think about something is not going to rewire that belief. Now, if you intentionally think it over and over and over and over and consciously bring that, then you know, sure, it's going to, you'll change over time. It's going to be a frustrating process. So what we do is we bring that Enneagram information we start to, we use that as a tool to recognize what we're doing. And then we pair it with this neuroscience, the tools that we have to rewire using synapses, synaptic pruning and using this, like bringing our prefrontal cortex into the whole process. We invite the prefrontal cortex into the process, which oh, when things are on automation, it goes back to the limbic system. So it doesn't want to bring in that pre prefrontal cortex that has to make the decisions and that the adult brain, it wants to go back to the primitive brain, that behavioral and the instinctual part of our brain, just so that way it just keeps going. So why, why do I pair these? Because it's possible. God talks about how, when you became a Christian, you, you are a new creature. And the way we do that is because he, he, he brings his Holy Spirit into us. He comes into us. And just like we can become new, so can our brains. We can take those thoughts. We can take those old beliefs and we can, well, one is that this is where the recognizing and, and, and recognizing for it, for what it is, a lie. This is where it comes in. This is why it's so crucial in this perspective change. What do you want to think about it? Because that's part of the process is we are, our brains are so powerful, but we, our soul, our person gets to decide what our thoughts are. We do not have to be slave to the brain. We do not have to be slave to those subconscious thoughts. We get to decide what, what we want to think about something. 
what do we want to feel about something? And this is how we can have that mindset shift. But if we want it to be part of our beliefs, we have to go deeper. We have to go and we have to really look at the evidence. And we do this and with my clients, and I just did this with my group um, this last week. And it is so cool to see how quickly these beliefs that were keeping them down, that were keeping them safe, that were keeping them from getting what they want are now, they can see them for what they are. They, they brought them into the light and see that they're lies. And now they get to rewire them. And there's a specific process to do that, which you can like specifically and actively, like you don't have, this is not a passive pro- um, project. This is not a passive, you don't wait and see. Your brain is not going to grow for you because of the negativity bias, because it wants to stay alive, because it wants to use the lowest amount of glucose possible, it's going to stick with the beliefs it already has because, hey, it's worked this far. We'll just stay here. But what really is the exciting part is all of this, like the Enneagram, when you figure that out, don't get stuck in the Enneagram. Don't get stuck studying that so much that you lose the fact that you are not a number. It is a tool to point you to Jesus. It is a tool that helps you see your natural tendencies and why you're doing what you're doing. But our brains are so much more than that. We are not, we are not limited by our numbers or by our behaviors. We are not limited by our instincts. We get to we get to change those to be more edifying, more gratifying, more successful. We get to make those thoughts. We get to hold the thoughts captive. And then we get to meditate on the things that are good. We get to actively rewire our brains. And this is why when I study the the Enneagram and neuroscience together, it just makes me so happy because I, as someone who, you know, as an Enneagram one, I'm a reformer. I want things to be better. And I see problems mostly in my own life. But now that I know I actually have the power to do something about it, I'm not slave to my reactions. I get to respond. I get to create my thoughts. I get to be the person I want to be. I am not just Tammy. I get to be Tammy in her best version. I get to be Tammy in this new season, in this new desires. I get to rewire and really the beliefs that I want to hold about myself and about people around me, that people are good the way they are. That though my gift of seeing problems is a gift. People are not problems. And that stepping away and realizing that that's my natural tendency. But a lot of times what I perceive as problem is actually not at all. And it gives me that freedom to step back and say, okay, so why do you think that, or why are you doing it that way? Gives me that ability to be curious and have my mind blown by things around me simply because I have chosen not to keep limited by my thoughts. That I realize that the belief of perfection, 
that belief that was holding me that if don't do something until you can do it right. And you better hustle, you better work hard. If you don't work hard, you don't deserve it. All of these, these things, these beliefs that were put there in my past for a good reason. I mean, if you work hard, like that's, that's what life is, right? It's working hard. Hard work and hustle are two very different things. Hard work to deserve something is also very different. And I won't go too much into that, but the Enneagram helps us see those deep seated, deep rooted beliefs that our brain caught years ago that are not our faults, but now they get to be our responsibility. Now we get to choose what we're gonna do with it. Like we get to choose which thoughts we hold captive and which ones we let soar. We get to choose what of our talents, what of our strengths. And I've talked about the fact that we focus so much on our negative and the, our weaknesses when really we need to embrace our strengths. We need to embrace them. Because God gave us our strengths to to propel us by sticking with your weaknesses. That by thinking of those, those are the old beliefs that are still playing in our subconscious that are keeping us down. When we decide that no, I'm going actually going to, I'm going to focus on the strengths and how God wants me to use those. Then all of a sudden we soar. Then we pull that belief system and we get to rewire it and we get to look at no, I really am good at connecting with people. I would much rather connect with people than to try to win somebody over for, um, for doing something like I, I'm my woo when, um, if you're, if you're familiar with the Clifton strengths finder, my winning others over is number 34. However, I know that my top four of my top five are relationship building, which means I, God gave me the ability to, to relate to people. When I was trying to um, do some of the strategic and things that were lower in my um, strengths, they were like more towards the weaknesses, then I was really limiting myself and not using what God gave me. So why do I say all of this? I say this because don't limit yourself. I know that it's so easy to see your weaknesses. Go against the grain and start to see your strengths. Step into, if you're curious about the Enneagram, one is I have a free assessment that I really like. It is based on a very um, researched, and I did not create this assessment. I pay for it to be on my website. It's free to you, but know that I pay because I do like that assessment so much. I value it. I, I, um, I like the way the terms are. I think it gives you insight in a way that other assessments don't. So go and, and take that assessment. It's free. It's about 40 minutes. So give yourself some time. It's not a quick five minutes thing, but remember you're, you want to find why do you, why are you doing what you're doing? So go and take that. And when you take it, um, if you're 40 plus like me, then, and even 30 plus, you want to think back of how you have responded, how you would have responded when you were in your 20s. And that's because during our 20s, we were so 
like our desires and our um, intentions and our beliefs were so strong then. That's when that prefrontal cortex was being solidified. That's when um, the, our worldview was limited to what was just around us. And as we grow, as we get older, our worldview hopefully expands and you become a little bit more, um, well, you don't see as much black and white, if that makes sense. You, there's more, it takes longer. Um, you're more mature and more subdued in some of your thought process. You see how others, other ways could be. So think back when you're in your twenties and answer that. So the next thing to do is, well, um, join my Facebook group. This is something, um, I have not been on Facebook for a while. Um, I, you know, maybe I'm going to do a, a podcast on that um, because really it was some of the beliefs holding me back, but it's also, I did not want, if I could not show up there authentically, if I could not show up and be me and let you see that the imperfectly perfect me, imperfectly perfect. Now, emphasis on imperfectly and, but still see my heart and see, um, that my life is not perfect. My kids are not perfect. Um, and I'm not even trying to be, but I also didn't want to just say, Hey, the, here's the mess that was going on. I, so I kind of pulled back and just did the minimum, but what I lost in that is that connection. I realized that when I started embracing my strengths and embracing how God created me, I need people. I need to talk to you. I actually want to know what's going on with you. And so my Facebook group is the way to do it. Her Restored Spirit, the Facebook group. I think that's what it's called. It'll be in the show notes. Join it because on the 9th, 10th, and 11th of January, I'm going to go live and we're going to talk about intentions for 2023. And what I would like for you to do is DM me some questions. If you have some questions about the Enneagram, if you have some questions about neuroscience, if you have questions about why am I doing this and what, like, what can I do to rewire my brain? Message me because this is my jam. This is what I love to do. I love talking about it. I love helping you see that, that perspective shift, but also see how you can make that a lasting change. So, so do those two things for me. Go and take the assessment, start to dive in a little bit. And if you want to know more about the Enneagram, that's one thing this year I'm going to start talking more about because I recognize and, and the way I'm going to do it is a little bit different than the way the rest of the world does it because I don't believe you are just your number. You are a, you are a person, you're a soul, you're, you are even more than just a personality. So these a personality, I mean, you're, you are your thoughts, you are your, your heart. So that's what, that's the position I'm going to take through all of this, but do that and then join the Facebook group. And just, if you have a question, DM me, DM, I mean, if you just Enneagram and I will send you the Enneagram assessment, um, DM your, your question you have for me and I will, I'll answer I will answer your questions. Um, if you send me an email, I will. Now I'm, I have junk, like so much junk email that I'm trying to figure out. So I think I may be starting a new email 
for like clients only. So our people like you only, um, even if you're not my client, but like actual real people, not just um, junk mail. So that way I can see it faster and I can respond to you because that's what I love to do. I want to connect with you. Connection is key. This is this 2023. Don't settle for what you had in 2022. If you have a new season of life, if you feel that you're asking yourself this question of who am I now? What now? Why now? Or have that feeling of, you know, it's my turn. It's me now. And not in a selfish way, because you have done your work. You have spent your years. And and really, this is, I, um, I just recognize this more and more as my kids are getting older. They don't need me the same way. And I have more time and I have time to, um, to go and do more things. I can leave the house and leave them here. Um, I can send them away and stay here. You know, there's there, I have, it's a new phase of my life. And when I started asking my question, okay, who am I now? What is this purpose now? God showed me some things in a whole new way that I just cannot wait to share with you. So with that, I, I believe that's all I wanted to say today, but don't let this podcast end and you just say, okay, you know what? This sounds great. I would love to know, but I'm stuck, but I, I just, there's, there's no way this is for me. If you're a human and you have a brain, God made your brain. So it can be rewired. It can be changed. Those beliefs, you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't believe that there was more for you. I truly believe that. And I don't believe that God would have put it on your heart to listen to this if he did not have more for you. If he was not satisfied for you to just stick with your weaknesses or stick in the same space that you have been in year after year after year. What if I told you that in just a few months, a few months, and you can actually get this, get a jolt of transformation, even in less time than that. And it is easy, easy, so easy. Just send me a DM and I'll respond at Tammy Marie coaching in, in Facebook and, and also on Instagram. So either one, and I cannot wait to connect with you this year. Join the Facebook group. The kickoff is on the 9th, which is the day that this podcast comes out. So join me. Ask your questions. Let's make 2023 the year of growth, the year of saying no more will I allow my weaknesses to um, control me, that I'll let my thoughts keep me captive. But now is when I'm going to soar, when I am going to see what God has for me and not fear it but step boldly into it and really change my life and those around me. So friend, I cannot wait to talk to you. I hope to see you soon. And with that, choose joy until joy chooses you.